Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Kovar. The title of today's podcast is, Which Direction Are You Headed? I want to start by sharing a story, and I've shared this story before, so I'm going to do the Reader's Digest version. I had this gentleman that came into my school, his name was Justin, and Justin trained with me for 10, 12 years, and and he left until he left for college at 18, and I didn't see him again until he was about 30, and Justin was a big kid, and uh, when he left, I don't know, he was... Uh, six foot, six one, uh, strappy, 180 pounds. And when he came into the school at, at age 30, he was, I don't know, he'd grown another inch, but he was probably 240, 250. He wore it well. He wasn't overweight really, but he was a thick, big, tall, strong, thick kid. And after a discussion with him, I asked him, well, Justin, what gets you brings you back in? And he says, you know, I took a look at the mirror and I didn't like the direction I was heading. And I go, what do you mean, man? He goes, well, you know, I put on some weight, but what I'm worried about, if I don't change my habits, where am I going to be in 10 years? And I thought it was a really profound and interesting uh, uh, kind of perception. He was very perceptive. And so many of us aren't really aware, we're, you know, we, we forget the effect of our daily habits and how they have uh, and what kind of effect they have us in the long term. And so that's kind of the basis for today. And I want to start out by sharing with you just some observations of, of, of people that I've seen in my life and, and how different, you know, their, their direct minor changes can make over time. So I had a friend of mine who was a, a couple years younger than me, and he uh, uh, was this amazing martial artist and this amazing teacher. Uh, he also had this tendency, he was the life of the party, and he enjoyed the party. So this guy was always like, you know, on the go, uh, uh, kind of burning the candle at both ends. And, you know, he'd get away with it because he's a young kid, right? So he would train during the day and then he'd party all night and and uh, uh, never really concern about tomorrow. Well, I, I lost track of this guy and I hadn't seen him for years and years and probably, probably 18, 20 years went by and I bumped into an, a martial arts event. And what was once this just kind of young, vibrant, carefree, uh, guy that would just kind of have the habit of, of, of partying a bit too much was now this leathery, old beyond his years, cynical, middle-aged man. And, and what had happened? Well, you know, he, he always was thinking as so many people do. He really wasn't thinking long term. He made decisions in the moment that, that maybe were pleasurable at the time, but maybe had, uh, long-term consequences, right? And I'm reminded if you look, uh, Really, in our culture, if you look at people that you look up to and we view as in in high regards, uh, it tends to be people that have sacrificed a day to benefit for tomorrow, right? Uh, and, and that might be uh, high-level athletes. It might be, uh, you know, guys with the, the doctors and attorneys and people that have really put off a lot of things today to benefit for tomorrow. On the flip side is people with short term, like we might look at someone that has an addiction that looks only for the next five minutes, right? And so what is it important for us? I think it's important for us, especially, you know, every now and then it's especially good to to take a moment and think, all right, is the direction we're currently headed the right direction? Is it serving us uh, or not? And I'm reminded of the fact that with good habits, time is your ally. And with bad habits, time is your enemy. And so what I want to do is, is, is I'm going to take an example of this in a couple different directions. So first and foremost, uh, I have a friend and we're going to change his name. This is a pretty well-known guy in the martial arts industry. It's all good stuff, but just for his own uh, you know, privacy, I'm going to change his name and we're going to call him Frank. And Frank was this guy that uh, I used to be uh, know quite well and was in a, 
in a, a group of a mastermind group with a bunch of martial artists. And this guy, Frank, was uh, incredibly intelligent uh, and he didn't speak much. So when we'd get together for this mastermind, uh, you know, he didn't part say a lot. But when he did, if someone would say, Frank, what do you think? Everybody would sit up in their chair and they'd pull out their pen or pencil because Frank was about to say something profound, as he always did. And the thing about Frank was, is that his school, his business was only mediocre. He was struggling for survival. And and the reason why is... And when nobody could ever figure out why he wasn't more successful, because this guy had all the gift, right? He was charismatic. He was athletic. He was intelligent. Uh, he was thoughtful. You know, why wasn't this guy amazingly successful? And I remember one time he had a shift and, uh, and his shift was he realized that he had all these priorities and he had priorities that were not necessarily, you know, in the best interest of his business. He, he was a high level chess player. Uh, you know, he was a avid sports fan and And because of that, he had all these priorities and his business had struggled. And one day he decided, you know what? I'm going to give up, give up all that. If it doesn't have something to do with my family or my health or my business, I'm just not doing it. And all of a sudden, what was amazing is his business transformed. He became one of the top schools in the country. And I, what's ironic and why I find this story so interesting is here's a guy, it wasn't like it was always like that, right? He was just struggling for a long time, but, but all of a sudden there was a shift in his consciousness. It's like to kind of quote what Justin had said, he, he took a look at the way direction he was going and he didn't like it and he realized it was time for a course correction. And uh, um, one more example of this, and it's really two guys that I know that are about the same age and uh, kind of had the same, made roughly the same amount of money. Uh, one of them, though, uh, both of them made pretty good money, and uh, they were both students of mine. And uh, and one of them lived this extravagant lifestyle. He was always taking vacations. Uh, he, he was, you know, always had a nice car, uh, out to dinner all the time, and by the way, never had any anything to show for it, never bought a house, etc. Now, the other gentleman, uh, early on in his mid-20s, decided he'd read a couple books and decided his goal was to buy a house every one and a half to two years. That was going to be his goal uh, until at least the age of 45. So he's going to do that for 20 years. Well, you probably know where I'm, I'm going with this story. So uh, the gentleman that was uh, intending to buy a house, he did pretty consistently. As a matter of fact, a couple times he did it even every every year. But rarely did it go without a, without a couple years. Now, he said along the way early on what, what had happened was is that he forced a sale and didn't always – you know he, he didn't score a home run on every one of his purchases because sometimes – you know, he, he bought out of principle, oh man, it's, it's two years is almost up and he'd buy whatever he could find. It wasn't necessarily the good thing. But once he really dialed it down, uh, and, and really he knew what to look for, uh, his last several purchases has been perfect. Now, fast forward 20 years, take like these same two guys. And, uh, and all of a sudden, one of them's now got a net worth of millions. And the other guy is still actually borrowing money from friends because of the, the, the you know, his, his daily habits when it came to finances were not in line. And uh, one last story. Another friend of mine, he, he was working uh, construction and he was uh, uh, getting prevailing wage like uh, uh, for, for eight or nine months out of the year, making great money, living in a man camp, no rent. Uh, he just basically would, would uh, in the off season, he would uh, he would rent a, 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 an apartment for the off season, but during work they'd put him up in this in this place. His sister was a school teacher in a small town, didn't make much money. 
But this guy, what, he, what would he do after he, he'd work for all these months and then he would go blow all his money? And this went on year and year out until one time he was actually borrowing money from his his sister who was a school teacher, just, you know, <laughs> but who had been really wise with her money. And she said one time, she goes, brother, what do you have to show? You've made all this money all these years. What do you have to show for it? And his comment, he looked and he smiled and it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of sad. He said, a lot of good times. That's really all he'd had because he had made all these uh, decisions that helped him in the short term, but not necessarily in the long term. So you probably know where I'm going with this, right? So what I want to do is I want to take, uh, I want you to take a little inventory and I want to cover several different areas with you. And I just want you guys to kind of look back. And one way to know what does decision you're, what direction you're heading is take a look at where you've been, right? So what I want you to do is I want to break this down into several different areas, and and uh, the first thing I want you to do is let, let's think about your health. Which direction are you going as far as your health? And in order to do that, I want to break it down into several areas. Now, first and foremost is let's think about your eating habits. Now, if you were to... Uh, go back and, and analyze how your diet has been over the last 12 months. You know, how would you rate it on a scale from 1 to 10? Have you been drinking enough water? Have you been getting enough green leafy vegetables? Have you been uh, minimizing your intake of junk? And of course, there's going to be exceptions, but I'm talking about overall your your habits, like your weekday habits. And if you've been on track, great. Remember, uh, uh, with good habits with time, time is your is your friend, right? Is your ally. So that would be one area. And if not, what little tweaks could you do? What little things when it comes to that? Is there a course correction with your eating? Next, uh, let's think about exercise. If you go back to the last 12 months, how's your exercise routine? Is it non-existent? Is it occasional? I think for me, the, the key with this, and, and I've talked a lot about this before, and that is be is consistency, right? I look at exercise and training as something I want to consistently undertrain. And what I mean by that is, is Let's think about the impact of overtraining. We know that's not good. If we consistently overtrain, we're destined for an injury. If we inconsistently overtrain, that's probably worse. And if we inconsistently undertrain, that's pretty worthless. So the key thing to do is to consistently undertrain. What I mean by that is 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 uh, really focus on on doing things that are healthy for your body, right, and, and not overdoing it. So how would you rate yourself on that? What little things could you do? Do you have some daily habits when it comes to your exercise that you can make better? The next is rest. If you're to add up all the hours of sleep over the last year and then divide, uh, you know, would, would you end up with, with the right adequate amount of rest? For some people, they need nine or 10 hours. Others might get by on four or five. For me, six to seven, I usually do pretty well with that. And, and so whatever it is for you, are you getting enough rest? The next is stress management. How are you at, at, at dealing with the stress of your day? Do you have a, a, a healthy way to kind of deal with that? Or overall, you know, uh, uh, are you able to maintain a, a good level of healthy, what, uh, are you able to contain your stress? So next, risk avoidance. What does that mean, right? If you want to be healthy, uh, you know, are you, are you wearing, one of the things we don't think about is wearing your seatbelt and not driving too fast, right? Washing your hands, all those kind of things that we don't often think that minimize risk. And the final one is recharging. Are you t- taking time off? I know as of this podcast, it's, it's over the holidays for me and it's been wonderful. And I've had a chance to really just, uh, just really relax and take some time to really uh, disengage and it's been wonderful and it, it it makes me really excited about getting back at it for the, for this following year. So next area I want you to think about is your finances. So are your current habits 
in place, in line? Are they going to serve you in 20 years? Are you going to be glad that you're doing what you're currently doing? And so, for example, are you, have you got it locked to where you're paying yourself first? This is such a basic concept that is so rarely practiced. So often people try to save whatever they have at, left at the end of the month versus actually paying themselves first and then living off the remainder. And, you know, this, this is, it's so effective is, is it literally imagine right now if you got a 10% reduction in your paycheck, you'd find a way, you'd find a way to get through it. You'd have to adjust maybe, but you'd find a way to get through it. You wouldn't notice a big difference. And so the key thing is if you're not already doing it, can you just automatically off the top, take 10% and just put it away and just forget about it? Because I'll tell you what, no one ever regrets the money that they saved or the money they invested. You don't ever go 20 years later, darn it, I wish I wouldn't have saved all that money. You'd be happy that you did. We've talked about this before, but what would your ten, yourself 10 years in the future want you to do today when it comes to money? Are you able to control your impulse spending? Uh, if you can, if you can really handle these things, man, that makes a big difference. Next is your, uh, relationships. And this is one of the ones where, man, you know, are, are the, if you look back over the last 12 months, uh, what are you doing to make sure to create strong relationships, maintain strong relationships, right? Are you patient with those around you? Do you notice and appreciate those things? Do you go to battle for the people around you? If not, what kind of things, what little tweaks can you do on a daily habit that can make a big difference? And the last one would be, you know, I'm going to kind of put these two together, career time management. And uh, because a lot of times it's it's so often we're not as maybe as far along in our careers we might be because we're not always as effective with our use of time. Are you good about you know, it being productive with your day? Are, are you focusing on getting a, an ongoing education, whether it be formal or informal? You know, what books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? And all those things really add up to make a big difference. So the thing that I'd like you to really kind of think through is 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 the, the habits that you currently have in place, do they serve you? And if not, what can you do differently? And and then I would just I'll think I'd strongly consider you to what little tweaks can you do on a daily basis that are gonna affect your health and your career and your relationships and your finances. And then take small steps. And remember the best way to do nothing is to try to do everything. And if you try to fix everything all at the same time, what's going to happen is not much. But if you take minor tweaks over time, great stuff will happen. And so I want to I appreciate you guys being a part of this. And if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.